What's going on, Fear fans? We are back for Season 5, Episode 2. Strand and Daniel continue to be at odds. No surprise there. Morgan and Alicia find a new character, Grace, who is battling the threat of radiation. There's this looming threat of a group that's leaving walkerheads everywhere. We're here to talk about it. We've got special segments coming up. We've got news and gossip and predictions. Don't move a muscle. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> What's going on, Fear fans? How's everybody doing? It is a gentleman show tonight. It is. It I'm is. I'm very excited to be here with my awesome host, Benny Adams. Hey, guys. How's it going? My name is Benny Adams. Glad to be here for another recap of Fear the Walking Dead. I am glad you were here, too. Unfortunately, Krista and April are out tonight. They left us. They're battling walkers as we speak. <laughs> um, it is Los Angeles, so there's a lot of them. Uh, but we are here to talk about the, la- the latest episode of Fear the Walking Dead. It is called The Hurt That Will Happen. Yes. Um, I want to talk about the t- title a little bit later, because uh, I want to know what, what it meant to you, Benny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but let's just dive right into it. What were your overall thoughts of the episode? I like this episode. I thought it was a good continuation from uh, the last episode. Mm-hmm. Only thing is, I kind of wish we saw more, you know, how we saw clues of kind of like Rick Grimes in the first episode. I kind of wish we saw a little bit more of that, which we really didn't see. Yeah. But overall, it was a good episode. I agree with you. I like this new threat that they're they're battling with. I mean, radiation. Yes. I mean, who thought of that? That's actually kind of cool. It is. Um, so I'm excited to see where that goes. Obviously, mm-hmm. we also left off with the last episode with these guys who Al found. So there is that open-ended question of who are these guys right. as well. But the only thing that I didn't like about this episode was Sarah, Wallace, and Charlie. Where are they? Strange just left them, and yes, we saw that he's leaving a tape for them in the beginning of this episode, but right. we never... And we've seen this before, I'm just nitpicking at this mm-hmm. point. We've seen them not focus on characters after we've seen them in the last right. episode, in the, the newer episode. But at the same time, I just thought it was very... I don't know, disjointed, if you will, because I'm like, if you're going to leave a tape for them, where are they? Are they still battling that guy who is dealing with the whole trucking thing and the truck stop? You know what I mean? Yeah, like you said, they have done this before, and I'm actually fine with it as long as they have a good storyline. Now, if we come back to them in two or three episodes Mm -hmm. and nothing really has changed, they're just still there doing nothing, then I'm going to be a little, you know, what's going on here? But if they have, like, an epic storyline, like, I'm fine with not knowing, like, what's happening with them. Yeah, no. It's the suspense. Exactly. I I agree with you. I completely agree with you. I And I... I do agree that, yes, when they come back, we need to see what has happened. They're, they shouldn't be stuck in the same right. place. I hope so. I hope not. Yeah, because that would be a waste of a storyline. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's dive into it. Daniel and Strand, are you surprised that they're still at each other's throats? I'm I'm not surprised. What I was surprised about is uh, Daniel was, he was a lot, ni- not nicer, but hmm. I just felt he would be more, you know, just going after yeah. him, you know, after everything that he did to him. But, like, mm-hmm. he invited him in to where he's staying. Yeah. He he heard him out. You know, I would have thought he would have just been like, I want nothing to do with you. Get out of here. Or just try to kill him right then and there. Yeah. Do you, you know, know what I'm surprised about? Daniel Strand- Daniel has a cat. 
Yeah. <laughs> a cat named Skidmark. <laughs> Everyone needs someone. A Everyone cat. needs someone. Look, it's even the in, apocalypse, man. I mean, yes, even in the zombie <laughs> apocalypse, I'm pretty sure that I would have a dog or something uh, that I would have, that I would, ha- that I want to keep company with me, right. too. I mean, you know, we all know that Daniel's not a people person. Mm-hmm. So maybe a cat is fitting for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's his soft side. Yeah, exactly. I like that. <laughs> uh, we also find that he's got this whole entire hangar filled with cars and we know that he's got this plane so Mm -hmm. daniel's been busy what i'm hoping from this season is that they tie up loose ends with his character as well i hope they don't just Mm -hmm. assume that we know what happened because they alluded it to in this in this episode like the last time we saw him he was on top of a dam that exploded and he got shot in the face i want to know what happened well i'm going to give you a little teaser i'm going to save it for news and gossip but i uh i kind of know what's what the writers are going to do with that okay yeah. alrighty um, so Strand tells Daniel that he needs this plane mm-hmm. to help his friends obviously Daniel does not believe him mm-hmm. were we surprised at that no you know he's done so much to him in his past mm-hmm. and I, I don't blame him mm-hmm. for for not trusting him but I have to say, since there are other people. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Happy price, Involved who have don't who have done no wrong to him. Yeah. Then I I I kind of felt like he should have helped him out to help those other people out. Yeah. What one of the moments that I loved between Strand and Dan, and Daniel was that when Strand says that you know he ha- he needs this plane to help his friends mm-hmm. and Strand says I mean sorry Daniel says oh Madison and that's when we realized that. Daniel still doesn't know that yeah. Madison is dead. He also doesn't know that Did Nick you see is dead. His face? Yes, and that's what I really want to talk about because when Strand tells him that Madison is gone, mm-hmm. and we see it on Strand's face, we see how hard it is for him to relive this moment right. because they were very close. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Daniel always had a respect for Madison. Mm-hmm. He might not have always agreed with her, but he always had this respect for her. Mm-hmm. So seeing his face when Daniel said that to him, I was, like, taken aback. Because I didn't actually think that he cared that much. And he clearly does. And you have to think, like, they... He started this journey Mm -hmm. with them. You know, they were the first people that he he came in contact with. And they, you know, went throughout everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, they went through so many obstacles. And then... To find out that these people who he went through so much with are no longer here. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine what's going on in his head. But also, like, we we know Madison. Like, we, as viewers, we were shocked when Madison mm-hmm. like, died. Yeah. Which we still are on the fence about because we still... We never there's saw no it. Body. There's no body. I we never saw her die. I believe it until I see <laughs> it. We're so jaded about I it. I won't believe it till I see I it. I completely agree with you, but... What I will say is that we know Madison. We know that she's a survivor. We know that here, the Daniel hearing this news, the fact that, and Strand is also a survivor, but the fact that Strand, Strand survived longer than Madison mm-hmm. is kind of 
not unbelievable because like I said Strand has done his things to survive and, and he has but it was with the help of Madison Madison pulled him out of a lot of like dark times especially when his his boyfriend died and then when he was on the boat yeah. um, with the hotel season there were a lot of moments where where Madison was like we can get you out of this mm-hmm. and without her it's like where Strand had no other op- no other choice but to I don't want to say grow up, but to kind of fend for himself in right. that regard. So I think that Daniel's face wasn't just in disbelief that Madison was gone. It's also the fact that while you, Strand, lasted longer than Madison. Yeah. And one thing I do like about Strand is, like you said, he is a survivor. And yeah, he did get help from Madison. But at the same time, he was able to hold his own, mm-hmm. I think. And that's what I really like about him. He he figures out a way to survive. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, it's something that we don't agree with or that we do agree yeah. with, he does what he has to do to survive this crazy world that yeah. they live in. Well, speaking of that, because he's done so many things to survive, mm-hmm. Daniel doesn't believe him. Daniel doesn't believe that he's there to rescue his friends. He doesn't right. think that he needs the plane to rescue his friends. He I doesn't think that he's changed at all. And as a viewer watching it, did it frustrate you because you know we as viewers know that Strand has changed? Or can you can you agree and sympathize with the way that Daniel is thinking? I can I can sympathize and agree. It didn't really frustrate me because, like I said, like I I can see kind of what he's going through, especially after he lost his daughter. Mm-hmm. I think that was just the tipping point yeah. of it all. So I, I I definitely don't. I definitely wasn't frustrated with the situation, but you know, obviously, I feel like he's gonna come around. Eventually, I don't know. Daniel, you don't think so? No, I think. I mean, we can uh, save it for predictions, yeah, but yeah. he's just a very stubborn man. He always has been, mm-hmm. and like you said, I think that losing Ophelia just hardened him even more yeah. in that regard. And I feel like that he's been on his own this entire time. Mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't really need or even want people around. So, I mean, clearly he's going to be back. They didn't just bring him back right. for no reason. So I. You probably have a point. But that one person who could get through to him... Is gone. Uh, Alicia. Oh, you think Alicia can get to him? I think she's the only... She's the only OG left. See, yeah, but I don't... I don't... I don't know if... The if, daughter of the mother who he really respected? Yes, but I don't think that he ever had a respect for Alicia. And I'm only saying this because he hasn't seen her grow like we have. Just like True. he hasn't seen Strand grow like we have. True. So he's probably thinking of Alicia from the last time he saw her, which was pretty much reliant on her mother. Yeah, she and, was still that innocent, you know, teenage girl. Yeah, and she was, like I said, very reliant on Madison in the, in the regards of surviving and planning and, and, and you know... And taking that initiative to do something, mm-hmm. whereas now after Madison has died, we've seen the growth in Alicia. We've seen everything oh, that yeah, she's come through, she's... especially Madison and the Nick, and like everything mm-hmm. that she's—it's definitely made her grow up and made her a better person. Yeah. But Strand, I mean, but Daniel hasn't seen any of that, right? So, no, that's a good point. That's I don't know. I don't think point. that even seeing Alicia would change his mind. Yeah. I hope it would. Yeah, I, I'm hoping. <laughs> that I think we'll Madison would be the only one who who could change uh, yeah. Daniel's mind, but. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, I I, I, I I, don't know. I don't blame him for not believing Strand because, like you said, Strand has done crazy things in the past. Yeah. Even putting other people at risk mm-hmm. for himself. Right. Um, 
so I don't necessarily disagree with Daniel's thinking, mm-hmm. but it did it did personally frustrate me because I'm like seeing what's at risk at this point. Like, yeah. well, you've got your friends and they're trapped on the other side of this hill. There's mm-hmm. really no way out without going through radiation, as we found out. Right. We'll talk about that later. But it's just frustrating because I'm like, really, the only way out is by plane. Right. But do they... He doesn't know about the radiation, though, yet, no. right? No, 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 no. We do. Okay, yeah, So yeah. it's like, that's why I was frustrated with, the, right, with that right. whole thing. Right, right, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. So... Strand thinks, hey, if I could reach Lucy on the walkie, mm-hmm. then maybe, you know, Daniel will start to believe me. Right. And he does, but Daniel still doesn't believe him. Daniel still thinks that this is still not going to, this. he still hasn't changed. And I thought that would be the turning point. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, he's still not gonna, he's staying right in his place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about that last moment with, with Daniel and... We, he kind of gives him this false hope, like, okay, yeah, come this way, I'll show yeah, you where the yeah. plane. And then he like leads him out, and he says, you know, if you come back, I'll shoot you in the face, which I thought was pretty. I was like, okay, sir. Um, but then we see Dan uh, Strand, and like he's got that walker with the brick, mm-hmm. and he's just like bashing his head in. And I think that that is the moment we see how frustrated oh, yeah. Strand really is with this whole entire situation. He's down. And I feel like it comes back to the point of like your past always comes back to haunt you mm-hmm. because Strand did all of these things in the past. Now it's causing it's like right. cause and effect. It's like you did all this stuff in the past. Now in the future, when you need somebody or somebody's help, they're not willing to help you because of things you did in the past. Right, and not only, in my opinion, not only is he frustrated that you know he's not going to help him, mm-hmm. but I think he's also frustrated, like you said, that his past yeah. is still haunting him, mm-hmm. and he's trying to be a better person and to help his friends. Yeah, but he's not listening and it's just it's not working for him and yeah. i think that's what's getting him so upset yeah no i completely agree with you and i i i don't know if i was strand i would go back to daniel especially after that threat that he made mm-hmm. but i think going back to our question before who could change his mind i think the only one who could really change his mind is strand right. there has been this ongoing thing between strand and daniel mm-hmm. that has just been going on for seasons they've been at each other's throats for seasons right. and i just need them to resolve it yeah i don't think it's going to happen it, i i it needs to i know it's it needs been going to. on forever like it's going to take something gonna big a, yeah it's going to yeah. take something really big and i thought I think that if Daniel was there for the whole Madison thing, maybe mm-hmm. that would have brought the two together. But since he's been gone, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know what else could possibly happen. Right. Um, hey, guys, before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. And, you know, for helping us continue to grow. Because we couldn't have done this show or any of these shows without you, but we could use your help. Um, make sure you're subscribing to AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. Make sure you're giving us a five-star rating on iTunes because you love us so much. Leave us a comment if you're watching this video because we love interacting with our fans. We love interacting with you guys because, like I said, without you all, this show wouldn't be possible. We wouldn't be here. Um, thank you for being a part of AfterBuzz TV. It has meant so much to us because... We love interacting with you guys. We love interacting with our fans. We love, you know, sharing in this community of Fear of the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead, whatever show it is that you watch. We love, as hosts, interacting with you guys. So thank you so much for supporting us in doing what we love. And like I said, make sure you're subscribing to us. Make sure you are um, following um, at AfterBuzzTV on Twitter um, and following us as well. We'll give you our Twitter handles at the end of the episode. But thank you guys so much. Thanks, guys. Um, I want to move on to topic two. Okay. So... 
Morgan and Alicia, John um, and June, they go, sorry, John, Alicia, and Morgan, they go back to the crash site to find Al. Yeah. Um, in the morning, like they told her. Yes. Um, she didn't want to listen. <laughs> the sane way. Yes. <laughs> Were you surprised that they found out that she got taken so quickly? Because no. at first, Alicia was like, oh, you know, Al, she probably just went to go find a story, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And then they find out that the weapons are gone, so then they automatically think that somebody took Al. Right. I was surprised by that because I was like, okay, that that's interesting. Because like, like he said earlier, it was raining. Right. There's really no tracks anymore. Yeah. So how do you automatically assume that somebody took her? Uh, they haven't seen her. They knew that she was going out to investigate something that she saw mm-hmm. before. Um, that was a little fishy. Yeah. So I, I can see why they would think someone took her. And they're in this new environment that they've never seen. Yeah. They've seen, you know, these these heads hanging down. So I wouldn't be surprised if they think it's the people who are hanging the heads down. So they know they're not alone. Yeah. And that's probably what they're thinking. That's true. And we also know Al. Al wouldn't just leave without telling them. Exactly. So I guess it does make sense that, yeah, she probably got taken. And mm-hmm. I kind of like that mindset because it's like, always assume the worst. Oh, yeah. Because if, I would. It, yeah, because if, you, if you're if you just assuming, like, everything's fine, that's how people die. It's going to lollygag <laughs> around this new environment <laughs> with walkers that have radiation yeah, everywhere. Exactly. It's like, okay, let's not, guys. Um, I want so their plan is that Morgan and Alicia will split from John and June. John mm-hmm. and June will go south. Um, Morgan and Alicia will go north. Mm-hmm. Morgan and Alicia come across the radiation signs again, which, to be honest with you, I thought were bull. I thought it was total BS. I didn't actually think that there was radiation going on. I just thought it was like a scare tactic. I didn't even think much of it, to mm. be completely honest with you. Yeah. So when that got brought into like the bigger picture, I was like, oh, mm. okay. This yeah. is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when they find this, these, once again, the radiation warnings, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, they find a truck. Alicia thought to put her hand on the hood, which I always think is a really cool, like, trick when it comes to, like, shows like this. Because we've seen it in movies and TV shows before when they see if the the hood is warm to see if somebody was in it. I always, I never, I never think about that, which is probably why I would never survive a zombie apocalypse, (laughs) you guys. Uh, But I just thought that that was a cool trick. And once again, it just shows how smart Alicia is. Um, And then they find this whole setup with this bird in a trap and these walkers are there Mm -hmm. and we find this woman in a hazmat suit her name is grace Mm -hmm. and that's when we find out that the radiation threat is actually real yeah did that surprise you that surprised me because like i said like i didn't even the whole radiation Mm -hmm. thing didn't even come to me right when they said you know the zombies are some of the zombies Mm -hmm. are uh are infected with radiation yeah that was i was like okay so not only are do they have to worry about the zombies biting them, but they can't even like touch yeah. the zombies now. So I and that's why I love the whole Walking Dead universe because mm-hmm. once you think that there's this one layer of hey, it's walkers. Mm-hmm. No, it's not just walkers. It's people. Oh no, wait, it's not just people. Now it's right. walkers, and they have radiation poisoning. It's like the writers on the show are so smart to think about all this stuff, and it's never like an unbelievable thing. It's like, mm-hmm. and I love that we get it from Grace. Grace gives us a little bit more of a backstory of hey, there's this two reactors 13 miles north here and one 
went down and like it's a believable story right. because once the end of the world happens you know it takes a lot of manpower to maintain these power plants so mm-hmm. obviously if people aren't around to maintain them they're going to fail right so right. it's definitely a believable scenario yeah yeah um which i thought that was cool what were you gonna say i liked it oh no no i i just i i really liked that storyline did you were you surprised that the uh the woman who was trying to get rid of the zombies mm-hmm. with the radiation that she had nothing to do with uh the, the people who walking took... with that oh with the heads and stuff like that yeah or if those are the yeah things. yeah I thought because I at first I thought she was the person behind it then when I realized she wasn't I was like oh, okay she's you know, someone completely different I think. Well, here's the thing. I feel like after watching this show for five seasons and uh-huh. after watching The Walking Dead for all of these other seasons, I feel like I've become a pretty good judge of character. Okay. <laughs> I m- might be just like tooting my own horn. <laughs> but once I saw Grace, I didn't think that she was a threat. Okay. Because my thing is she was never pursuing them. She was minding her own business. True. She was, you know, she's doing her own thing. You yeah. came into her territory. She didn't try to come into yours. That's true. So automatically I was like, I don't think that she's a threat. I think that she's trying to help. Yeah. Um, so that was my thoughts on Grace. And I actually wound up liking her throughout the episode. You know, she... she I really liked her. Right? She's going and she's doing... She's on a mission and I could respect a woman on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> I really can. Um, we find out that she wants to go back to the crash site mm-hmm. because there are... We find out that there's like this whole bit, like backstory with this whole radiation with right. and like, they can measure radiation. And yeah. There's like this, there's a lot of information in there. I think she said there were like what, like sixty eight, yeah, it yeah. was somewhere around that line of zombies that were like infected. Yeah, then she wants to kill them before they spread radiation to everywhere else. Yeah, which. That's a, pr- I mean, like I said, I could respect a woman on a mission, and that's a good mission to mm-hmm. have. I mean, you're essentially saving a whole bunch of people right. by taking out these walkers who are infected with radiation poisoning. Mm-hmm. And I never realized how big of a threat, like, you know, we hear about Chernobyl, we hear about all these, like, radiation stories. Yeah. We don't realize how big of a threat that is. Yeah. Because we're, we're never really exposed to right, it. Right, right. So to hear it on this show, I was like, is it really that big of a deal? And then we see this one walker with his face yeah. mask off. I'm like, oh, okay, that's right. It's a pretty it. big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty It's it's pretty gross. We don't want to be around any radi- radiation. Yeah. So her thing is, she's trying to decontaminate uh, John and Alicia because they've. she obviously thinks they've come in contact mm-hmm. with, you know, walkers who are contaminated with radiation poisoning. And they go back to the crash site to find more of these walkers who are infected with radiation and stubborn Alicia, man, she just doesn't listen yeah. to Grace when she's like, give me my gun. Because at this point, and that's another layer of this show, is that we've learned that you can't really kill walkers with guns because they're loud. And yeah. walkers are attracted to gunshots mm-hmm. or loud noises. So, but at the same time, you can't really let them get close to you. Right. Especially these zombies. You exactly. Yeah. So when she's asking for her gun back and Alicia's like, no, I got it. It's like this stubborn Alicia. Right. That we saw kind of in the last episode when mm-hmm. she went and she started killing walkers like left and right. Yeah. And then we saw it in this episode when she's like killing walkers left and right. And we see it on Morgan's face when he's watching her do this. What did you think that that moment was about? That was so frustrating to me, you know, because I knew it wasn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew she, it wasn't going to go her way. So I'm yeah. just like, listen, yeah. just stop being so stubborn yeah. and just listen. It's not hard. Yeah. No. You know? I don't know why. <laughs> but. I feel like it's like a double-edged sword because I respect Alicia's, Alicia's stubbornness because it, it 
let her survive this long. But at the same yeah. time, it's like you have to discern whether or not to be stubborn in this moment. And she even admits later on in the episode, like, she's like, I knew she was telling the truth. I right. just didn't want to listen. But how long can stubbornness, like, help you survive, though? True, you know? true. But we look at it, Strand. I mean... <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, you have a point there. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, so we split, like, the two stories, like I said earlier. So John and June, they went south to mm-hmm. kind of figure out... They, they really want to go find Max, Dylan, and Annie, the kids that we saw in the last episode. Right. Uh, they come across these cabins, and we see that these people are locked inside of the cabin, and they've become walkers. Right. Then we find that those people have killed the other walkers with radiation poisoning, but then mm-hmm. because they killed those walkers or came in contact with those walkers that had the radiation, they became infected, and that's what turned them. Right. And that's how the two stories merge, and that's when we see John... Uh, June, Alicia, and Morgan come back with, or come together with Grace Mm -hmm. uh, after they find out that, you know, she's been looking for these people with these dosimeters on their necks. And that's when we find out why Grace is doing all of the things that she's doing. She's trying to to prevent this from happening, to prevent what happened to the people in the cabin. That's such a big task. It's a really big task to do by herself. Yeah. And then not only do we find out that she's on this mission, but we also find out that she's dying. Yeah. And that really made me sad because I really grew to like her in this episode. So one thing that I, and maybe this just went right over my head, but mm-hmm. since she has been exposed to radiation, mm-hmm. wouldn't that mean she can't be near them that's enough that that was one of the the questions that i had but i i think because she wasn't exposed to that much radiation it only affected her i don't exactly know guys maybe if somebody in the chat knows knows, something about radiation (laughs) i don't know much about it i think that maybe because what happens is radiation mutates cells and mutated cells are cancerous so i'm thinking that she probably has like a high stage of cancer Mm -hmm. and that's why she's dying right um like i said they didn't really clear it up maybe they will in other episodes but we do know that she is dying right i hope we see her again i hope we see her again too because i i i I liked that alicia and morgan were going to try to help her because at this point what their mission was and trying to find these people and help Mm -hmm. them with the whole trucks and stuff like that wasn't working. I mean, it. It. We saw that last episode. It's. It's clearly not working. Yeah. So maybe we need a different mission now. Yeah. And that's what Alicia's mindset was. And she tries to go and help her. And that's when we find out that you know Grace is dying. She doesn't want to put anybody else at risk, mm-hmm. which is admirable. Yeah. But at the same time, girl, you need help. <laughs> yeah. 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 For one person. Yeah. That's uh, kudos for you trying to do that. But uh, do you see it happening? Yeah. Do I. You- I. I I mean, she's survived this long. Yeah, that's true. So that's she pretty true. much knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I think... Oh, well, we'll save for predictions. I'll save for predictions. I want to talk about Alicia and Morgan's moment before we find out that, you yeah. know, Grace is dying and all that stuff. Because we find out that, you know, Alicia, just talking about their mission separately, is kind of hopeless about the entire thing. You know, she's she says, you know, killing them is the only thing that she can do. She hasn't helped anyone. Mm-hmm. She hasn't found anyone on the tapes. Yeah. And she says, you know, killing them makes it less dangerous if one thing that is trying to kill people is not out there anymore. Right. And I can, I can respect that. I, I completely agree with her. I'm like, kill as many as you can yeah. because then that prevents, you know, that thing from killing somebody else. And if that's what you can do to help, then do that. But at the same time, that's putting you at risk every single time you do it. Mm-hmm. And there's only so many chances you can take. Right. And I love that Morgan, you know, what Morgan tells her, you know, she said, he said, the way out is opening the door to possibility. Yeah. It's opening the door to people. And if you do watch The Walking Dead, 
and the transition of his character into Fear the Walking Dead, mm-hmm. it's that he's come a very long way. Very, very you know, long. We saw him, you know, just running away from Alexandria and not wanting to be with people anymore, and then mm-hmm. coming across these people in Fear the Walking Dead, and his character's really come full circle, mm-hmm. and I think that's what he's trying to impart onto Alicia. Yeah. And I hope she listens. What did you think? I, I, I love how Alicia's just her whole storyline has been throughout this entire series. Yeah. And I feel as though she lost a sense of herself. You know, she no longer has her mom. She no longer has her dad. You know, her bro- her brother is gone. Yeah. Her uh, stepbrother is gone. And I feel like all those people that were in her life yeah. would have been able to bring her back mm-hmm. to the old Alicia. But since they're not here anymore, yeah. you know, it's it's hard for her. And so she's in this dark, deep place. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 uh, I completely agree with what was said to her, that she needs to learn how to open the door. It's just going to be very hard yeah. without her family to support her Mm -hmm. and to help her open that door. Yeah. Because she's with with a bunch of people that, you know, she wasn't really on this journey with, Mm -hmm. except for uh, Strand. Strand. He was the only person. But he's not even there right now. Right. Exactly. So it's it's definitely going to be a tough road. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad it's going to be a tough road because I really like the storyline of hers. And I love seeing people... You know, uh, go be in a, a deep, dark place and just grow from it. Yeah. How do you feel about her relationship with Strand and then her relationship with Morgan? And why do you think that she's becoming so much closer to Morgan than she ever has with Strand? I think she sees hope mm. in Morgan. Morgan is, he's gone through a lot. Mm. And for someone who's gone through so much as Morgan has, you would think he would just be full of despair. Yeah. I give up. You know, he lost his wife. He lost his kid. And she sees that he's willing to still stand strong and and help people. Yeah. And so I think she sees that. And I think she sees that little glimmer of hope. So I'm glad Morgan is uh, with her to to help her open that door. Me too. And I wish April was here because that's one of her favorite characters to kind of talk about. Yeah. But I can respect that about Morgan. He has come through a lot. Mm -hmm. I think the one thing that I'm missing about his character in this show is that he never brings up specific characters from The Walking Dead. From The Walking Dead. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He never talks about, hey, I knew this guy named Rick. Hey, I knew this, you know, this crazy um badass character yeah. michonne like she never like really mentions specific character names he just says my group of people i, I kind of like that though i kind of like he just teases it mm. because it just you want the show well i want the show to be separate yes from the walking okay. dead and i i do understand that they're trying to create a whole universe mm-hmm. Of The Walking Dead, but at the same time, you want this show to stand on its own. Yes. And not have The the Walking Dead, yeah. the, the OG mm-hmm. of the series, to, to support it. That's completely fair. I completely agree with you. That's actually a really good point. Um, I want to move on to our next topic, which is this looming threat. This looming threat, and we kind of teased about it, about this group or one person who is leaving these zombie heads mm-hmm. just hanging Everywhere, And we see it in the last, kind of almost last scene of this episode mm-hmm. when, you know, uh, Lucy goes outside after she's high on painkillers um, and everybody comes back to the truck stop. We see once again these this group has taken these walkers and hung their heads on the billboard and they say that it's a scare tactic. What do you think? 
I think, it, yeah, I do think it's a scare tactic. I think it's from people we haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's definitely interesting, and it brings on this eerie curiosity yeah. vibe going on. So I like it. I like it too. I just don't. I don't know what to think of it. I don't know because it scares me. <laughs> really, because if you think about it, the walkers were right outside Lucy's door, right? Mm-hmm. If they got the walkers, why not just break down the door and get Lucy? Like it's like this, this like it's like this cat yeah. and mouse thing. It's like they're teasing them, like, "Hey, we want to give you signs that we're around, but we're not ready to show you who we are yet." Yeah, and which I, in and of itself is terrifying, right? But at the same time, I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's that eerie curiosity that you talked and about. And like you said, like this season is very, it, it's really giving you this this horror yeah. genre. Mm-hmm. And so, and also, I think these people, whoever they are, they know they have the upper hand. So, mm-hmm. like you said. They're just teasing them. This yeah. is fun to them. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where that that group, who this group is. I'm excited to see where that mm-hmm. goes. I'm excited to see this threat. Um, that brings us into our special segments. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about them. We've got three special segments coming up, you guys. Uh, our favorite kill of the episode. Yeah. Let's talk about your favorite kill first, Benny. Who's your favorite kill? There's our wonderful <laughs> soundbite. Okay. My favorite kill uh-huh. is going to be the weirdest ever. Go ahead. But uh, my, and it's not my favorite kill. It's actually like kind of like an awe. Oh, I can't believe it's it's gone. Uh-huh. But um, everyone's going to think I'm so weird for this. But Morgan Stick. You know his. Oh yeah. It's, he doesn't have it anymore. Oh, He's yeah. had that like forever since The Walking Dead. That's a good point. And so now he doesn't have it because it's contaminated. Yeah. I don't think he's ever going to get it back. I don't think so either. You know, this is a whole turning point. Oh, wow. So, R.I.P. R.I.P. Morgan Stick. Stick. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) Uh, That's a good one. I'm glad you brought that one up. Um, I think my favorite kill is going to have to go to the curb tonight. I thought that was pretty cool when we see uh, right outside of Daniel's compound where the the walker is walking and he trips on the curb and then like stabs himself in the head. Yeah. And then Daniel says, you know, they don't always trip. I'm like, so that curb's been doing Right, right. The curb has been killed a lot of walkers. So I gotta give my favorite kill to the curb. Um now we're moving on to our next segment of how not to survive a zombie apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Uh the moment of the episode where we thought, why would you do this? Mm -hmm. What did you what was this moment for you in the episode? Mine was when uh Luciana uh decided to just go outside in the dark. Mm And just to investigate because she heard something. While she's high on painkillers. While she's high her her arm isn't working. Yeah. She's she's not she's not fit to fight. And then zombies come. She tries to shoot them. She misses <laughs> because it's dark outside. And she's kind of like blacking out right. because of all this medication that, that she's on. That whole scene and then she's leaving. She's like, Oh, oh my god, oh my god. And it was it was too much for like I loved it. But yeah. I was just like, My God, like yeah. What are you doing? Like, you've been through enough yeah. with all this stuff. Like, why would you do all this? Yeah. But I'm like, girl, you had the easy job. All you had to do was stay, inside, stay inside and talk on the radio. That's all you had to do. But no, you want to go outside. Right, you want to go investigate right. in the dark while your arm is up. I completely agree with you. That was definitely one of the highlights of how not to survive a zombie yeah. apocalypse in this episode. Um, we want to move on to our next special segment, which is top three. Mm-hmm. It's the sh- most shocking moments of the Fear the Walking Dead series. Benny's got the three of them. Go ahead yes. and take it over. So our top three of the entire series of Fear the Walking Dead is uh, the first one, Maggie Grace coming onto the mm-hmm. show. That surprised me. That excited me because I'm a fan of Maggie Grace. Agreed. And 
she's it was a big shocker because she's this huge a-lister and yeah. not taking anything away from the other actors that are no. on the show but you know she's she's arguably like one of the biggest actors yeah so i was uh i was surprised that uh she decided to come on that show and i was excited yeah so i completely yeah. agree with you um maggie grace plays althea you guys if you don't know that mm-hmm. um she's one of my favorite characters on this show and i thought i think they've done a great job in you know giving her this juicy character to play with and mm-hmm. i'm excited to see where i else love her she character goes. and yeah. it's so different from like a lot of her other parts that she's played yeah. so that's why i'm just so interested in it and she looks so different because when she yeah. first made her debut on on this show i was like wait is that yeah Grace? because he, she, you know, she cut her hair off and she just looks so edgy and i don't know i just i think she looks great and i love her character right i remember when i saw the trailer and i didn't even recognize it was her yeah. until like i read like a press release yeah and i was like oh that was her. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, another one is, uh, if you guys remember a couple seasons ago, the leader of La Colonia, um, his name was Alejandro Nunez, when we found out that he was never bitten. That's right. And, you know, he was telling all these people that, you know, I've been bitten, but yeah. I, I've never turned. I'm like this god. I can help you guys. And he was just lying to all of Literally them. Literally lying to I'm everybody. Like, bro. Come and Lucy on. also fell for it as part yeah. of Lucy's group. And that's why mm-hmm. she was trying to get, you know, Nick's group to believe in him. Mm-hmm. And we find out that he was lying the whole time. Yeah. I was, yep. Shocked. It's like, that's, that's kind of messed up. It was, yeah. And yes. That but was, then it, it made it more believable because, you know, a guy who can't die from a bite, you know, what, what's wrong with him? Yeah. Why can't he die? So The, the colonia was all sorts of messed up. <laughs> it really was. It was. <laughs> um, and the last and final one, Chris, dear oh, old Chris. Oh, yes, crazy Chris. When he uh, shoots the bar- the farmer before yes. that crazy, crazy intense crash. Yeah, it was... That, I feel like, was the turning point of Chris's character because, you know, we saw how crazy he was when he's, like, standing over Madison and Alicia with a knife mm-hmm. and we see how, like, he was just, like, a sociopath in the making. Yeah, And yeah. Travis never believed that mm-hmm. and Madison tried to give him all these warning signs and Travis right. never believed it until he shoots that farmer in front of him and that's when Travis realized... This kid's crazy. That whole, just the whole world turning yeah. turned him. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But, not yeah. good with you. Crazy. Those are our top three shocking moments of Fear <laughs> the Walking Dead. Uh, the entire series. Guys, let us know what your top three were or just your one shocking moment. Yeah. Uh, what shocked you the most? I do have to bring it back to season one, though. When Travis's ex-wife, I forget her name. Everybody forgive me. Um, when we when she gets bit in the end and then we have to shoot her on the beach. Madison yeah. is the one to shoot her. I thought that was another was shocking bummed. moment. Because I, I love so her. Bummed. Yeah, I loved her. She was from um, Orange is the New Orange, Black. And that's why I liked her. I'm yes. like, okay, someone made it from Orange is the New, Orange is the New yes. Black. Let's go. I know. I was very excited <laughs> about her character, and then she didn't last. Yeah, but yeah. that was another shocking moment for me. I know it was only top three, but I had to throw that in there. Uh, let's get to some news and gossip. Yeah. yeah. So we have a couple of stories for you guys. Um, real quick, first one. I don't know if you guys have realized, but uh, AMC's Talking Dead, if you've noticed, it didn't air mm-hmm. after... Uh, this past episode yeah and don't expect it to come on anytime soon it's not going to be coming on until after the mid-season finale Hmm. now there's no word on why it's not coming on it's just 
it's not coming on. Legal battles with Chris Hardwick. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you guys have us. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, it's not that it's not that big of a loss, right? You know, Chris Hardwick dropped the ball, we picked it up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. Um, another one is uh, uh, another one is there's some big news about uh, a new spinoff. Yes. So there's going to be a third one, Oof. which I'm actually pretty excited about. I'm always excited about any spinoff yeah. that they do with the Walking Dead. Right. So uh, there's no title as of yet, but they start shooting next month. Wow. And it's uh the creator is saying that it's gonna be completely different wow. from the first two seasons. And it's gonna follow you mean the first two shows? Uh, yeah, the first two shows. Okay. And it's gonna follow uh these two females and they're More it's gonna, female characters? Yeah, they're Good. gonna be the two pr- protagonists and it's gonna be um it's gonna follow the generation that was raised oh. during you know the, during the walkers yeah. in the the whole infestation okay so I'm kind of thinking is this set in the future because hmm. since this since this is a generation that was that was raised with it yeah I'm excited that sounds like a really interesting I still want to know how it started but I guess I'm never going to get that well I remember reading a long time ago saying they were never going to to talk about I that I know I read that too but that, I still have hope yeah we'll see <laughs> yeah. we'll see we'll see uh, thank you for that Benny oh, that no was problem. a great news and gossip guys if you have some news and gossip shoot it over to us we'll talk about it on the show let us know uh, I want to talk about predictions yeah because my I my favorite part I know right and now you're after Buzz like I said, they, they've opened it up, and they left a lot of open-ended questions mm-hmm. for this season. Um, so I want to know what some of your predictions are. Yeah, so uh, Maggie Grace's character, mm. she's she's not coming back anytime soon. Yeah. I don't think so. No. Um, and there, I, she's definitely going to be a big tie-in to this whole, uh, to these movies that they're talking about with uh, Rick Grimes. So that's going to be interesting. Um, the people throwing the zombies, yeah, yeah, yeah. over uh, like everywhere, the the zombie heads. Those are going to be completely different people that we haven't met yet. The the villain is going to be crazy. The villain's going to be scary, and I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just going to be some good drama. Yeah. And I can't wait. I think that Daniel's going to have a change of heart on the entire Strand situation, but I think it's going to be because of Strand, because we all know that Strand is so stubborn Mm -hmm. that I feel like he's going to go back to Daniel with some kind of proof, something that would change Daniel's mind. Mm -hmm. So I think that that these two are going to mend their feud. Okay. Um... Over this next season, yeah. At least that's what I'm hoping. It's it's definitely going to take a season. Yeah, it ha- it's not. It can't just be like an episode. Right. I'm going to be no. so disappointed. No, if it's an episode, agreed. Um, and I feel like Alicia is really battling something right now, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's going to take its toll on her. And I mm-hmm. feel like she's going to make a bad decision, really, with something, and it's going to put either her or somebody in danger. Right, and that's what's going to cause her to kind of reevaluate the choices that she's making and the mindset that she's 
having. And you know who's going to be there to help her out? Morgan. Of course. Guarantee you. Of course. Those are our predictions, you guys. Let us know what some of your predictions are. Like I said, it's a it's an open-ended season. I'm excited to see yeah. where a lot of this stuff goes. The season has been amazing yeah. so far. Yeah. Really so good. So I'm excited. That is our review of Season 5, Episode 2, The Hurt That Will Happen. Um, join us next week on Monday night. Uh, sorry for being a day late, but we are here <laughs> to talk about it. We will be back next Monday uh, to talk about the next episode, you guys. Good night. See you guys later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.